account to get to a world unknown. Our wonderful podcast, we're already starting on a struggle. So I am your host, Catherine. And I'm Michaela. And we are going to talk about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone today. Oh yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into it. You heard our first podcast. Let's just yes. do it. Yes, we read the first five chapters. I Obviously, I've read this before and you've read it recently um, once through. So this is both of our like... Backtrack. Like, backtrack time yes so. oh yeah so we, we have notes we have yeah. all the notes so yeah. how about we discuss chapter one let's get into that all right so the first bullet point note that i have on my list <laughs> is the people in cloaks okay so i feel like and obviously i will compare to the movie that's just how it is yes so the people that's in your cloaks, knowledge of harry potter so it makes sense yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> So the whole the whole rule of the magic and everything, the Ministry of Magic, all of that is to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. So why is everyone roaming around in cloaks? Why is everyone like right here? Another note: um, <laughs> the mention of Muggles to a Muggle mm-hmm. that happens in Chapter One. Yeah, you know, I think that they were just like um, no fucks given. Voldemort is gone. Let's just celebrate life. And if muggles find us out, you know, muggles find us out. I literally think that's how they were. Yes. And it was might not have been the greatest approach, but oh god, no. (laughs) It's like no fucks given. Let's just say, do whatever we want. And Uh then if they figure it out, we'll handle it then. Yeah, let's just send all the owls that the whole wizarding world has out in the middle of the day. And just send shit to each other. Let's not care about what the muggles. Let's just talk about the rumors. With the rumors, (laughs) but the muggles did mention the odd, you know, occurrences. the The owls roaming around everywhere. The freaking fireworks, or no? It was was shooting stars. That's what it was. It was the shooting stars, and the odd behavior. Like it was supposed to be. I'm pretty sure it was a. A rainy night or a gloomy night or some shit like that. It was supposed it to be. Was and supposed it was supposed to be, yes. Yes. And said there were shooting stars. Yeah. So I the mean, first chapter that the boy who lived got mm-hmm. it. So. Yes. I feel like I would probably notice strange things, especially if that was going on. So. Oh, God. Yeah. I'd be they like. Weren't, they weren't thinking on their best no, cycle there. You no. Know? Because <laughs> there are people. Let's be real. There are people who suspect or who like in the back of their head are like oh something odd ah something's going on deeper than we actually think it is okay um first off can we please just talk about mr dursley's description at the beginning of the book like why (laughs) why why is he called a big beefy man with hardly any (laughs) neck like Like, way to be really mean. I mean, I know we're not supposed to like them, but damn. <laughs> damn! Like, the judgment. Yeah. Wow. Yes, and then Mrs. Dursley is described with far too much neck. <laughs> oh, I know. So that she can crane her neck. What was it? Crane her neck over something. The fence to yes. spy on her neighbors or exactly. something like that. Yes. I just, uh. yeah. That, that description just killed me a little. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, way to start the book. By insulting the only characters we've met so far. Exactly. Wonderful book, but it catches your attention. That is great as a writer to catch people's attention. That first paragraph or first sentence is what they say. So that that's great. And then uh, let's see. I'm sorry, but as a mother, 
as a fellow mother, this first chapter hits me. Uh, when I first read this book, and I know the plots, obviously. I watched yeah. the movies. I know right. the plots. But reading that first chapter for the first time just hits you. Hits you in the freaking heart. Just yes. like, ah. Yes. Like, I sacrificed myself for my baby, and this is where he goes? This is <laughs> this is who raises him? Like, yeah. To the abusive home of my sister. <laughs> I don't know if I would be able to like I mean I guess I'm dead so you know whatever but I still think that I would turn over my grave and just like haunt everything oh yes (laughs) I don't think that I could just stay and not watch over that poor child so (laughs) I know and you would think I mean as a mother obviously I think oh if anything happened to me you know who would take care of my son but you would think and I get it. We're going too deep into it because it's, it's characters. It's a story. It, mm-hmm. You know, you're, there's a story behind everything. Yeah. But you would think that Lily would be like, well, obviously she's not, he's not going to go to my sister. Like be real. You know, she made my life miserable. Yeah. I mean, it. well, well I'm not going to go that far because that's further in the series, but basically I'm pretty sure they had plans and Dumbledore decided to ignore it. <laughs> Wow. Nope. This is where Harry's going. What a man. What a man. Yep. He's just something else. (laughs) But I do, I really do get where they're coming from, though, because obviously, and I obviously I haven't read later in the book, so I don't know what their plans were or who they were going to go to or what world they would have been, you know, projected into, you know, the wizard world or Mm -hmm. um, anything else. But I do get where Dumbledore comes from whenever he's like, ah, you know, he needs to be raised in a life where he's not worshipped because of what he did as a child, you know, because be real, did he do anything? Yeah. Did he do anything? Like, yes, I get it. Yeah. He defeated Voldemort (laughs) or he who must not be named, but he didn't really. Yes. Well, so the next thing that I thought was very interesting is later when um, Mr. Dursley hears the people in cloaks say Harry's name in the Potters his like the the amount of denial that this man has is ridiculous because I don't know about you and this may just be a British thing and I just don't understand it but Harry is not a common name no and I like the Potters (laughs) I mean let's 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 backtrack here let's actually take a look at how is any of that common names (laughs) I don't understand. Like the denial is real. The denial is so real. It hurts. Like, and I feel like, you know, that's just being a part of it. Like whenever you don't like something so much that you just put forth so much denial that it's yes. ridiculous. Yes. And it had to be right in his face for him to actually be like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Hey, what the hell just happened? <laughs> And then also I wanted to talk about the description because I know, yes, I'm comparing again. I will compare it. This is just how it is. The description, (laughs) which I guess it's in chapter two, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it anyway. Dudley is blonde. Mm -hmm. The description of Dudley. He's Mm -hmm. blonde as if he's wearing a wig is Mm -hmm. what is said. Mm -hmm. He's not blonde in the movie. No, he is not. But also harry potter does not have green eyes in the movie so you know what yes you're but in in the movie's defense they tried to give harry potter blue eyes and the guy playing harry potter i'm forgetting his name right now 
Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe was had put those contacts in his eyeballs and apparently had an allergic reaction, and so I they had could no not. idea. Yes. So they tried. They, they really did. did. They did. They did try to stick as close <laughs> to the books as possible. Oh yes. And but going personality wise a little bit, like, do you question? Do you think that they did kind of portray personality for uh, them in general, like? The characters like do you think that they did a good job in the first movie describing personality um uh, so i think that they probably did a better job sticking to the book in this first movie than they do further like in the series yeah so i and i, I think mean it's i did kind of they uh, it was the first movie and so they wanted to stick to the book as much as possible and then yes. And I think that J.K. Rowling probably had more of a play in the first movie than she did later on. Well, yeah, it was her baby. I mean, yeah. as a fellow writer, I would be like, I have to approve this detail, this plot, mm-hmm. this, this, this. You cannot change my material. Yeah. So, and obviously she lets it stray a little bit yes. later in the series, which is fine. You know, hey, it's still yeah. a great series. It blew yes. up. It's amazing, yes. but yeah. I I love the books and I love the movies. I do not like to put them together because it just makes me mad. So I will forever <laughs> love the books and the movies by themselves. Let's be just... real. That's just how it is. Yes. Ugh, every ser- book series is so much better than the movies. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. I hope that if they do a TV series of these books, that they are a lot better at building character and sticking to the wonderful writings that J.K. Rowling did. Oh, and- yes, yes, yes. Because let's see, uh, for a TV show, you can fit so so much detail in there. Oh, yeah. But for a movie, eh, you know, I get it. Um, yeah, you've got like two, maybe three hours if they let you to do all of that. Oh yeah. It makes sense. Pick There's and choose. Pick and choose what you prefer, basically. Yes. yes. All right. So, so I want to finish. I want Go to ahead. point this out because you may not realize this because you've really only seen the movies. But what is Dumbledore's little tool that he uses to take the lights out of the <laughs> the street? <laughs> what does Let's he call see. it? He calls it a uh Gosh, uh, because I I should have made note of it too because I was like, what? Yes, the name for it. It is called a put outer. Put outer. That's what it was. Called a put outer. Let me just tell you right now that is not what they call it in the movies or the last book of the series. So wait, question here. I mean, obviously, you're probably not going to tell me because uh, no, we got to. Yes, I'm going to let you figure that. Easter okay. egg out later on, but I'm just oh, gonna yes. tell you right now. I don't know if J.K. Rowling did it because she realized that was a terrible name for it, or, or it's because she wrote it when she was little. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't really know why, but she changes the name of this tool later on, and you're just gonna have to wait and figure out what it's called. Oh. I just think it's hilarious, and I had to point that out because it will be an Easter egg <laughs> later for you. <laughs> Love little Easter eggs. Yes. All right. So let's conclude the first chapter a little bit with this comment. Okay. Catherine knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I do. (laughs) Leaving a baby outside for hours. Uh, Yeah. Let's be real. Are were you even thinking Dumbledore? 
I mean, he, they said he was warm in the blankets and they at least thought about it. Um, kind of. I still don't know if I would necessarily think it's the safest idea to leave him on a porch. Uh, no. Um, no, for hours. I mean, yeah. you don't know, you don't know the weather. You don't know how things are going to turn out unless of course they did some type of weird you know, spell that they never mentioned in the book, J.K. Yeah, Rowling, I mean, whatever, they, but... They could have. I mean, they we could really have. Know. Yes, yes. But here's the other thing. We, they're assuming that Voldemort is gone, but they're pretty sure he's not. So why did they so leave why? a baby? Exactly. Like, obviously, Voldemort had a reason for wanting to kill this baby. Why are you yes. just leaving him on the porch? Why didn't you ring the doorbell? Like, why? Like, <laughs> there's so many things you could have done. Why yes. did we leave the baby on the porch? <laughs> yes. And uh, before we do, last thing, before we conclude <laughs> the first chapter, the scene, I'm comparing scenes, the scene of McGonagall and Dumbledore, like, is just so much more detailed in her personality. Like, I mm-hmm. re- resonate with her personality, really. I really do. Because she is so, <sighs> really, just, Dumbledore. Let me just tell you right now, McGonagall is a badass in these books. Oh, and she, I bet. she is a badass in the movies. I'm not going to let that. The movies did very well at making her a badass. Yes. However, the books are so much better at making her look like a badass. Obviously, obviously. I mean, the same with a lot of other characters, but McGonagall, she is one of those that you read the books and you just love her so much more. Just love oh, her so yes. Really? Absolutely. Yes. Also, Sirius Black is mentioned in this first chapter and he does come back later on. So it makes me wonder like if she had this planned or if she just well, threw out this name and was like, hmm, maybe I'll use it later. Oh yeah. Well see, you know, with me writing my book, I do have like a rough outline about how I want everything to turn out in the end, you know, yeah. up to it. So I feel like if she did plan to have all of these things you know, work out or like she planned for this book to go as long as it did. Like, obviously she had a plan, but sometimes I do have to admit things, you know, just happen. Like they just happen to work that I didn't plan for them to. So I feel like maybe she might have backtracked a little bit Yeah. later in the books and been like, oh, that was mentioned. Let's bring that up. Yeah. She also, I mean, she does name drop a couple other characters that become more important later in the series. Yeah. But Like, it just makes me wonder if she just made these names up as people and Mm -hmm. then was like, hmm, I've already named these people. Let's just bring them back. (laughs) (laughs) Or if she was, like, thinking this as she was writing this book as, oh, he'll be important later on. Let's just leave him here and give him an Easter egg later. (laughs) Just things that I like to think about, you know, the writing brain. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. Comes out a little bit. See, we, we're nitpicking a little bit just because we are writers, so yes, yes. that works. <laughs> There's that little tidbit for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. So chapter two, The Vanishing Glass. Let's get into yes. that. Yes. So my first thing is you can tell how old these books are because of one of the presents that Dudley gets. <laughs> he gets a VCR. <laughs> a VCR kids these days don't know what that is they're probably reading this book and they're like what the fuck is a vcr (laughs) what is this (laughs) i have to look it up because i don't understand yes like i it just makes me wonder like a lot of books try not to 
put their books in like a lot of writers try not to put their books into a time frame oh yeah like limit it like let your imagination flow let yes. you figure out how it is but and this isn't the first time she does this there are parts in other books that she will basically time frame when she wrote this book but that one was the first one and I was like really one of his one of his gifts the VCR yeah and, and you know what that yeah. probably was a great gift too oh yeah Right? Great gifts. <laughs> but I actually like, grew up. <laughs> I actually grew up. The first movie, the first Harry Potter movie uh-huh. was VCR. It sure was. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I grew up on a VCR. So yes. I, yes. I, I I understood that very I, well. So I didn't really like, <laughs> disclaimer here, I didn't really like Harry Potter when, I was, when it came out. And, you know, that was... <laughs> Partly because I was a scaredy cat and I'll admit it. Like I do not do scary things. And when I was younger, Harry Potter was scary to me. I can't really tell you why, because I don't really understand it now that I'm older. But well, I'm when- sure plenty of other people relatable. I mean, yeah. there are some people out there. I was so. like five, six years old when the first movie came out, or like maybe, maybe a little younger than that when the first movie came out. I don't know. But I remember being at a daycare in the summer. And then putting it on for a movie day and me being like, fuck this. I'm, I'm going out. to the back okay. and doing something fucking different because I don't want anything to do with this movie. And that is that is how it went. And that is why it took me until college to watch all of the movies and, and read love the books. Them. And love yes. them, right? Yes. And I love them now. So I like, I'm thinking back going, you're just an idiot to my younger self. <laughs> but... Yes, I do remember watching the first movie oh. on VCR. <laughs> back, bringing it back to the original comment, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I have to mention Harry's hair. I'm sorry. It's there. Yes. have to bring it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure the comment was, it's always the shivald, right? Like, it's always just messy. Mm-hmm. It's it, it just how it is. It just grows that way. I don't understand. How is that a wizard thing? How is that... And I don't think that it's necessarily a wizard thing, more of just like a hairy thing, maybe. Yeah. Because, I mean, they don't really say that a lot when they describe other characters. I mean, they say it about Hermione's hair, but that's because she's got curly hair. And a person with naturally curly hair, you cannot do much to tame that shit. It has a mind of its own, (laughs) and you just got to live with it. Um, Oh, yeah. So, but I, I think that, it was, I think more of the comment is that he didn't realize that he was controlling how disheveled his hair was. Yeah. Because he had powers and he wasn't aware. Because, like, I get the growing back after cutting it in a weird way and then yes. having some weird pop-out bangs over the scar. I, I mean, I get that part and then it growing back because that's yeah. just his magic working there. But why does it have to grow back terribly? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, But I do have to say that if I was a wizard, I would probably make my hair grow back like that too. Because if I was bald and only had bangs, I think that I would um, cry my eyes out. (laughs) I would not care at that point. Those awful, awful aunt uncle, right? They're terrible. They just don't care. No. They're assholes is what they are. Yes. And I love, I love, love, love the mention in uh, Under the Stairs, the fact that, oh, he's used to spiders, right? Oh, yeah. Which explains why Harry 
is not scared of spiders. It, it's the second book that. Yeah, it's the, the second, second book. book has all the spiders in it. Yeah, it does explain yes. that. However, I don't think that if I lived in that cap, uh, like cabinet or whatever it's called, that I would get used to spiders. I think that I would still. I think that I'd be more scared of it because it would be around me constantly. <laughs> like that you like, would. Oh. You would feel like we're being watched all the time because there's spiders everywhere. Yeah, I don't think I know. Which for me, for me, obviously bugs are a no-no. Bugs are a no-no. But I can kill bugs. I, you know, I can look at you, like I can look at that bug in the eye and be like, you're dead. (laughs) It's your time to die. Yes. (laughs) But what gets me and will always get me is snakes. Like, I can't, I can't with snakes, but I can kill bugs. I could do that. So like, I would kind of be with Harry in that situation. Like, yeah, you know, I'm used to him. I, you know, kill him, smash him, whatever. Yeah, but do he that. doesn't kill them. He just shook it off of his sock. Like right? it was nothing. Right. And, and, and it doesn't seem like his uncle cared either because he like later on hits the door or whatever. And spiders come flying from the ceiling and he doesn't seem to care either. So I don't understand. I like, I don't like spiders. I do not like spiders. Nope. I can kill them if I have to, but my husband will kill them for me if he is like, there. <laughs> like, do it, just kill it. Oh, yeah. I, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. And then the mention of the secondhand clothing, I did want to bring that up as well. Uh, comparison, they don't really show that description no, I very mean, well in the movies. I think that they try a little, but I also think that they didn't want to make him look ugly. But that was the description, though. Yeah, I know. I, you know, Hollywood, they just, they don't want to put anything ugly out there. It's just a default effect of Hollywood. Yes. They did try because he is in baggier clothes than he is shown later on. And I get it. It, You know, he's supposed to be in secondhand clothing. So obviously it's clothes that no longer fit their son. Yeah. However, he's He's, a larger little boy. He's described as a larger boy. So he's going to be in larger clothing. Yeah. And no matter what, Harry is skinny. So. Yes. Yes. And I just, uh, the other thing that I am curious, (laughs) and this is just me being curious. I want to know how he keeps the pants up because right? I doubt he fits any pants that their right? son had. And, and obviously he would you. not be gifted a belt. No. So. And if he was gifted a belt, it was a belt for Dudley and not him. And so it would not be like the size of his pants up. Yeah. No. No. There's just a lot of questions I have. Well, for yeah. So again, that whole aspect. obviously there will be loopholes because she did write this you know, being younger and everything. And I guess mm-hmm. she could backtrack, reread, you know, re-edit everything. I get yeah, that. Yeah, but I also don't think that she knew it'd take off as I think she hoped that it would take off like it did, but I don't think she really knew. So she didn't feel like she had to be that. Nifty. Well, first books, you know, are never perfect. And that too. Fact, yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, with anybody, your first publish is your first publish. It's not meant yeah. to be, you know, that big seller. And then it took off and just, right. Whew, Right, right, right. I would be surprised. Yes, yes. Um, the next thing that is kind of a comparison to the movie that I um, wish the movie did, I did not realize that Harry talked so much to the, spi- uh, to the spider, to the snake in the book. Okay, I, like he so didn't really... I do have a comment about that as well. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like he doesn't, 
I mean, he talks, I think, to the snake in the movie. I'm. It's been a while since I've seen the first movie, so I don't completely remember. But there's, like, parts in the book that are not in the movie, and I know that for sure. And the one part that I know for sure is the fact that the snake says, thanks, amigo. Hello, or, or he says, <laughs> here, hold on, let me, like, let me look at it, because, yes, I... Like, that is not in the movie, and it should have been, because that is freaking hilarious. <laughs> Yes, he says, uh, hello, Brazil, or something. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Hello, or here I come, Brazil, here or some I come, shit like that. Yeah, it's something, here I come, Brazil, thanks, amigo. Yes, yes, yes. It's something like that, yes. And he does, yes, you are right, he does kind of communicate with the snake a bit more. Um, you know, in the movie, the snake kind of waves its head, kind of points, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. you, the basic direction of the way that the book took things. But he doesn't actually speak speak to the snake very much, which, you know, obviously is a direction or a hint towards how the rest of the book is going to go, especially the second book, you know? Yes. But I feel like there should have been more of a, uh, like, definitely, like, there's no reason to cut that much out. There's detail there for a reason, you know? Yeah. yeah. And to backtrack a little bit, I had a note about the babysitter. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so... The babysitter mm-hmm. was never mentioned in the movie. Never, never. Harry no. was just meant to come with them to the zoo because it was yes. a last minute or no, they were, they said they would get presents while they were out. So yes, Harry was meant to come with them to the zoo. There was no babysitter mentioned ever. Um, There might've been, but cause I'm trying to think it wasn't a surprise that no, you might be right. I might be thinking wrong. Yeah. And then there was know. no friend either. There was no friend there in the movie there wasn't i'm pretty sure there was not that if you remember if you think back to the scene of the snake of dudley pressed against the glass there is no friend mentioned at all you're right and the friend was the one who brought up oh harry's talking to the snake Uh in the book so yeah yes they took that part out and that that's a lot of character on dudley as well that they left out yeah and i don't know why they took the friend out because the friend is a very important part of I wouldn't necessarily say Dudley's character but it's an important part of understanding why Harry Potter has no friends <laughs> exactly exactly and then there was the uh the scene mentioning whenever Dudley's friends his crew was chasing him and he ended up on a roof I don't know mm-hmm. about you but if I was Dudley I'd be like hey the fuck did you do that you know this and then if i was harry i'd be like how the fuck did i do that like what the hell's going on like yeah again denial 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 like Mm -hmm. until the last minute but i feel like as a child i would be like i have something special going on here." right like i would i would be trying to figure out if i could do it again to be honest like if i did that the first time I'd be like, all right, what type of superpowers do I have? Let's see if we can do it again. If I escape the torture, why yeah. not try it again? Exactly. So, yeah. And the funny, the funniest thing that I think um, this whole chapter talks about is like the strange things that happen to Harry Potter and then the amount of punishment he gets for the strange things that he does. And like, he has no control over this, which is obvious. But the amount of punishment he gets is because they don't want him to know that he is a wizard. <laughs> so, like, I think I would put be putting two and two together that if I yeah. do strange things, 
they get more mad and maybe I should make the strange things happen to them so that they stop getting mad at me and I just don't have to deal with them anymore. Exactly. you know, I also wasn't raised in that type of abusive home. So maybe I would have reacted the same. I don't know. I mean, I, I do know in situations, you know, not going into much detail or anything, but I do know that as a child, you try to do anything to escape a situation like that. Yeah. So yes, you know, especially me with my creative mind, I do have to say that some things that happened to me as a child did influence my creativity. So I feel like that is a little missing detail in there that 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 should have been changed maybe or possibly. I don't know. I just, and I also, I'm sure because most kids that age have a wonderful imagination that he would have thought of things that he wouldn't normally have thought of if he wasn't in those situations. Oh, yes. It, like the dream, like the dream that he said he had or he feels yeah. like he has experienced or something like that uh, of riding on a motorcycle, a flying motorcycle. That's what it was. Uh, it was Hagrid's motorcycle. So and then he mentions it in the car. Remember on the way to yes. the zoo and, and yes. he's like, there are no such thing as a flying motorcycle. But like, he's just the whole situation that that's a little, uh, you know, but still you read on because it's still a great read. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And she does so well. And, and you, this is me getting ahead again, but she does very well at writing villains. And oh, yes. Tell you, I bet I bet you are in for a treat, but I will not go (laughs) further into this because (laughs) I will get off the subject. (laughs) A little treat for later on. Yes. All right. So are we jumping into chapter three now? I believe so. I think that my next comment is chapter three. Okay. So the letters from no one. All right. Let's jump into it. So I believe this may be the end of chapter two. I think it's chapter three, though. Um, I would like to know why the ant is dying clothes gray. Well, it's for the, uh, the I know, school that Harry's going to, right? It doesn't say that his what his uniform has to be. They only talk about what Dudley's uniform has yeah. to be. So, like, why are you making the effort to stink up your whole house to make Harry look like he's wearing gray clothes? Like, uh-huh. it never specifies that that is what Very his true. uniform Very color true. has to be. And my next comment, yes, for chapter three is the private school. So, like, the private school is never mentioned. Let's be real. It's never even mentioned. No. And, and I feel like that is a great detail, but it lets it because it lets you know how much they care about their son and how little they care about Harry. Yeah. So, yes, think, that is a great. I think that it is mentioned that they're going to different schools in the movie because I think they do have the part of his, her dying his uniform. Yes, and they have the part where uh, Dudley is wearing his new uniform at breakfast. Yes, but I don't think that they mention that it it being private and he's going to a public school. I don't think that they go that much into detail. Yeah, I I just don't understand. I would not put the effort to dye my child's clothes gray if that was the the effort. It's the effort, right? Yeah. It's the the energy that you have to put forth in that situation. So I could, I could see why that would not make sense because if they don't have the energy to go out and buy him clothing, why would they have energy to dye the clothing? Exactly. So yes, that, that does make sense. And then uh, let's see 
I'm pretty sure the difference is I did want to kind of discuss. So when Harry goes to pick up the mail, he's looking, he's saying, oh, hey, I have a letter here for me, Mm -hmm. addressed to me, right, under the staircase. Mm -hmm. And then whenever he goes in there, he... Dudley's like, oh, Harry has Mel or whatever. Comparison, I'm pretty sure in the book, Dudley is all for seeing what it's about, right? He he wants the mail. He wants to see what's mm-hmm. going on. He wants to see what's so interesting about Harry that someone had to send him mail. Yes. And then Vernon, that's his name, Vernon, he retrieved the mail before Dudley could get to it, before Harry could get to it. In the movie, Dudley grabs the mail from Harry and hands it to Vernon. Yes. Instead. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, Harry has mail. Harry has mail. Yes. So that is a comparison that I do want to bring up. The other thing is Harry gets further into the letter in the book than he does in the movie. Harry yes, is very, barely, very true. Barely opening up the envelope in the movie when Dudley takes it out of his hand. Very true. Harry is Already almost getting the letter, like the letter's opening as it's stolen out of his hands. Oh, yes. And it's taken out of his hands by Vernon. Yes. 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 So, and I did not like that they did not have a little bit of detail um, in that part of the movie compared to the book. But yeah. I do understand, you know, pick pick and choose for that kind of yes. situation. I do yes. get that. I also think that it really shows how much um, they love Dudley more than Harry by the fact that there is an open bedroom. There's actually two open bedrooms. Oh, they yes. They put him under the stairs. Yes, it, it does show the, <laughs> the level of abuse, let's be yes. real. Yes, like Dudley has two bedrooms. And then there's a guest bedroom and then there's master bedroom. There is plenty of bedroom for Harry Potter. But we're not going to give him any because fuck him. <laughs> like, yes. And, and I, another thing, I, I do have a question because it, it is in my my notes. Um, did they even move Harry's room in the movie? I'm pretty sure they didn't. He stayed under the staircase. Um, They do later in the movies. I don't know if they necessarily do in the first one. Yeah, because see, in the second... He's in a room in the second one. Yeah, he's in the room in the second one because then he has to be broken out of the room. I, yeah, I don't think that they talk about that in the movies. I think that they go from um, him getting the mail in the mail slot and then they shoot to, I think it just, like they skip all the rest of the descriptions of the mail coming from different areas, like under the door and stuff like that. And I think they just go straight to it coming out of the fireplace. And then yes. you have them leaving the house and going to this island. I don't think that they do any of the other re- revealing parts of the mail coming out of random areas. Yeah. Like, I think that they did. I do know that they did try to do the mail in the eggs part. Like, they actually filmed it. It's in deleted scenes. They just never put it in the movie. Yeah. See, and that's another thing uh, that I wanted to bring up as well. Okay, so Vernon kept his job, or, you know, that we know of, right? Yeah, yeah. He kept he kept his job after going crazy, and they and did not, not describe. going to work for multiple, probably multiple weeks. Oh, yes. And they, they never actually described how mad he went in the movie. He really did go mad in the yeah. books. Like, yeah. really mad. 
they and just then, they just kind of show that he's getting angrier in the movies, but I don't necessarily they show how crazy he goes. Like I don't I don't think that the they don't at least they don't show that. Like they don't describe it that well. Yeah, exactly. And then whenever the whole male thing happens in general, like they literally just switch scenes, like, oh well, we're we're leaving. We're moving or whatever it is Vernon says in the movies. Yes. And then it just switched scene to a house yeah. in the middle of the ocean or whatever. Yeah, there it's I think it goes from them leaving, packing up the car and leaving the house to them getting in a boat and going to this island. I don't think that there's any of that extra stuff in between that we read in the books. Exactly. And that would have been great detail because then it would have actually explained how mad he actually went yes yes i i definitely think that you get a lot more understanding of how much denial these (laughs) they are because they like absolutely do not want harry to know who he is and they will do anything they can to make sure that he never finds out absolutely anything they will do absolutely anything yes it's crazy (laughs) Like, that's a lot of effort. I don't think I'd put that much effort into it. Oh, no. Like, they don't care, right? They don't care. So why so much effort? Yeah. The next chapter, chapter four. uh, Is that Diagon Island? Is that chapter four? No. Yes. I think chapter five is Diagon Alley. Yeah. Chapter four is... Oh, yes, it's the... Uh, the Keeper of the Keys. Yes, after exactly. Four. So. <laughs> this is when we really get to know Hagrid. I mean, you oh, meet yes. him, you meet and him a in comment. the first chapter, but you really get to know his personality and how much he loves Harry Potter or, like, how much he cares for Harry Potter, I guess I should say. Yes. This chapter than you do, like, him just bringing Harry to the house. Yeah, so Kissy... All right, so my first comment about is, is about Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid doesn't mistake Dudley for Harry. No, that's only a movie thing. I know, and, and what I is the understand. point of that? I, like, I have never understood that because everyone's like, oh, Harry, you have your mother's eyes. You couldn't figure that out from the first fucking time you see him? Right, right? Like, <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> the point of that detail. And I get oh. it. They want to change it and make it their own. I get it. But the, pointless, pointless. There's a point. It really is. There. And, there, and it just makes Hagrid look so much stupider in the movies because it can't even figure out who Harry Potter is. Right. Like you met, you saw Harry Potter in, in the beginning of this movie and he had black hair. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they describe him as having black hair. And then again, there comes in, you know, Dudley being blonde. Yes. I mean, the traits. obvious, obvious differences <laughs> very obvious yes yes and then uh another thing i wanted to bring up about hagrid is in the book he is such a hot head mm-hmm. the anger that that man has mm-hmm. towards that family and they they don't really go in depth with that in the movies they really no. don't no i they do try i would say but they just just a little bit but i don't think that they really want really mad and yes i don't think that they really wanted to give that much time to them which i understand because you're supposed to hate them and blah 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 so they're not the biggest part of the story but like i feel like that is a pretty 
like this whole the fir- whole first four chapters of the denial and the abuse and all of that I feel like um plays a big part in who Harry Potter is and why he does the, the stuff he does later like yes yes great great chapters. <laughs> also I love that Hagrid just walks into this hut and makes himself at home. Yes. <laughs> he starts yes. a fire. He starts cooking sausage. He gives Harry Potter a cake. He's like, I this is my home now. Here's my shit. Have some food. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, but that's just no... Hagrid, though. That is just Hagrid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Also, I forgot to mention this earlier, but Hagrid's description in the first chapter cracks me up because. They try their best in the movies to make him bigger than he is. Yes, yes. But they don't, like, I'm, let me see if I can find this description. Because they, I'm pretty sure she says that his hands are as big as um, trash can lids. And <laughs> I just wish that they could have made that happen in the movies. That oh my god, that would have been great. That would have been great. Yes. Oh, here it is. He had hands the size of trash can lids and his feet in their leather boots were like baby dolphins. Oh my gosh. Like I would have loved to see them try to make that happen. Like that I would have been, been so scared and that would have explained that would have explained why in the movie Harry hid. But in the book he did not hide. He was no. right there and Hagrid did not mistake mm-hmm. Dudley for Harry. No, I mean he gets scared by the the door being busted down cuz who wouldn't well, be scared of that? Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't like he doesn't hide behind anything or, you know, try to run away from Hagrid. He's just like, who the hell are you? Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. how the fuck do you know me? <laughs> this kind of, this little bit of information, uh, let's see. It might be in the next chapter. Uh, but the broomstick, I did want to bring that up. In the letter, it says, first years are not allowed broomsticks. And then that comes in, obviously, later in the books. And I, mm-hmm. I just think that's so funny that it you know, they go so far as to make sure to mention that to first years. Yeah. And then they turn around and bend the rules for Harry. Yes. They and do. then obviously they do do that for, uh, no, they don't because Draco isn't acquitted no. until yeah, next they year. Don't, yeah. They don't so, do anything for Draco. But they bend the, and the favoritism really though, the favoritism that he gets in the wizard world is, and it makes me understand exactly why Dumbledore did what he did. Because, yes, he is favored. Let's be real. He is favored yeah, for is. something that he did as a child. Mm-hmm, that he or had no pity, a pity favor or whatever it is that yeah. he decided to do. Yeah. He gets a lot of, like, he gets a lot of free things and things that no, you wouldn't normally get if you weren't in the position that Harry. Exactly. Un- and, it, and it makes you realize. <laughs> well, exactly. But it makes you realize, though, even though Draco is who he is. You know, just because he is raised by his father, you know, he shared the same thinking. I get it. But it explains why he does not like Harry very much is because he gets things handed to him. And yes, Draco might have certain things handed to him as well. But yeah, I think that a lot of the Draco Harry hatred is that Draco wants everything to be handed to him and he doesn't want anyone else to get that same treatment. And so I think he got mad that Harry was getting that without uh, really expecting it. And so Draco was more pissed at that than anything else. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let's see. I'm pretty sure that's all we have to talk about that chapter. That is kind of a short, not much detailed chapter in there. Yeah, I'm 
I mean, there's not much. A lot of it was in the movie, so there's not really any things that were unexpected just because yes he kind of knew it but oh yeah but chapter five has me i have a few details about that because that really dives deep into yes what's going on in the wizard world yes explains more so first note i have is harry wakes up with hagrid right Mm -hmm. But it has no mention of the Dursleys being there at all, right? No. So where are they staying? They say shack or whatever. Are they staying in that same house and the Dursleys left? Is that what's happening? I don't think the Dursleys left at all. I think that they ran off into that bedroom when Dudley got that little pigtail. (sighs) And I don't think they ever came back out. And I think that Hagrid takes their only like transportation from that shack and doesn't send it back and just abandons them yeah just abandons (laughs) shack which i think is freaking hilarious lovely lovely hey they deserve it they do they do they really do they really do but i yeah i thought that was funny um and i actually don't think that in the movies they wait that long i think that hagrid immediately yeah it jumps immediately takes yeah yeah so that's another they meet each other and then then they're I think they're like getting ready to go to Diagon Alley. They don't do any of this traveling that's in this book. Yeah, and see, that's the thing though. That's one of the details. There is so much more time with Hagrid. H- Harry and Hagrid have so much more time together, uh, which explains why Harry has such a great relationship with Hagrid is because he is the first person that he actually yeah. spent time with in this world. Yeah. And I hate that they did take that detail out again. You know, if yeah. you can choose, I get it. Yeah. But that's just such a a big role. Yeah, it is. It it's is. a big role. And big I love I loved reading it in the book. Yes, absolutely. All right. So the pub, that's that's a note I have in here. Just a little bullet point. The pub. Yes. So obviously comparison and the movie, they did not have much pub action going on that they, they no. did really introduce Quirrell, you know, and and they needed to show exactly how famous Harry actually is in the wizard world. And yeah. I feel like they didn't portray that very well in the movies. Not very well. They do make an attempt because they do have Harry like shaking everyone's hands, but they don't. They but they don't stay there very long. Like in the books, they stay there a while. Oh yeah, you know because that's Hagrid's pub. You know, yeah. hey, <laughs> they ask Hagrid. You know, the usual. Hagrid? You want your usual Hagrid? <laughs> exactly. So yes. obviously there there is a a part to play for the pub. And I feel like they don't really portray Quarles character, like the introduction of his character very well. Yeah. I, another thing that is different from the movie in the book, Quarrel actually touches Harry in the book. Quarrel does not touch Harry in the movie. Right. All. Right. Because Hagrid's kind of there. He's like, Oh, you know, be, be careful. You know, Hey, <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. He and I don't know why they made that decision to make that an important part in the movie. I don't know if it's because maybe they didn't think that they'd be able to describe the difference from in the time being from the first time they meet to the end of the book or what. But yeah, Harry touches him in the face. <laughs> so I, so I weird. do. Because obviously, you know, you have read them many times, more than yes. me, obviously. And I and this is the second time that I'm going back and I'm really, you know, diving deep into these notes and reading mm-hmm. them. Is there a reason behind Coral touching him? So that now that you bring it up. 
So is there any significance to it? Um, I think that it plays more of a significance in the um end of the book where Harry Potter defeats Voldemort. And I think I don't really know if it's a necessary detail that we need to focus on, just because I don't think that J.K. Rowling really wanted that. I think that it's more of something that we focus on now because they focused on it in the movies. Well, see, yes, because in the end, Harry touches Quirrell and, oh, pain, right? Yes. So did that not happen whenever he touched Harry? Um, so I think, and this is why I think the movies did it the way they did, because it was hard for them to explain the difference from the first time Harry met him to the last time Harry meets him. I don't think Voldemort was necessarily connected to the back of Coral's head when Harry meets him. Right, right. That comes up later. If you remember, so someone breaks into the the bank, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And later in the book, he says, my master, I'm pretty, which obviously we'll get into more detail about that later, but he does, that does come up. Yes. Yes. So that does make sense. So that would explain why it doesn't burn when he touches Harry. Yes. So not difficult to figure out. We figured it out in two seconds. Yes. And and so I think that's why it's different is the movie didn't really know how to show that without, you know, words showing it. Yes, so. exactly. Um, but I do want to backtrack a little bit. Oh, yes. It's very interesting. Um, I, you know, and this is, this may be different in England, but I don't think muggle money is that hard to figure out. So I don't understand why wizards don't understand it. Like, right? It's, it's just And counting. they did explain, right? And I think that that is another significant part about the time that Harry wakes up with Hagrid is because Hagrid does explain their money system a little bit. Yeah. In the book, they do. Yeah. And they don't do that in the movies. No. Until later, I think, at least, right? Uh, I don't think they explain it until maybe he's looking at the money in his vault. Yeah, yeah. And even right. then, I don't think that they really explain it. Yeah. Actually, they I don't, don't think they, they don't explain dive it into it. No, yeah. I think that they explain what the different types there are, but I don't think they explain like the whole 17 nuts go to a whatever and blah, blah, blah. I don't think they explain their ratio. Exactly. In the movies. And then let's see what other notes. Do but I, I also think it's hilarious that Hagrid doesn't understand muggle money and makes Harry Potter pay for everything. Yes, that it, like, I did. It's Great just laugh. counting. <laughs> Well, the sure. numbers are there. Exactly. The numbers are there. I'm pretty exactly. sure you could take it. And, you know, I, I granted I've never held an, an England currency in my hand, but I'm pretty sure that they're not that much different from American money and the number is there. <laughs> so It's all about reading. Can yeah. you read? <laughs> yeah. Can you read? Oh, geez. Yes. All right. So let's see. Another note. Um. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is just the way that I saw things when I was mm-hmm. reading. Harry mm-hmm. meets Draco first. Yeah. And he, that is never brought up. And I feel like that is a main introduction to Draco's character. I don't, yeah, I don't know if Harry actually meets um He doesn't Draco meet Draco until... until they are in Hogwarts. Yeah. Because then he introduces himself. He says, I'm Draco Malfoy. Yes. In the movie. But he doesn't, but we don't know it's Draco Malfoy in the book technically because she never names him. She just yes, very him a true. But boy. The, the description, the, the way that I took things in, I was like, 
Well, yes, that is Draco's attitude. That is Draco. And I feel like that would have been a great scene to just insert in there. Just get that in there. Yeah. But But then they'd have to actually, they'd have to make another shop because they never show you the robe shop in the movies. Yeah. They just kind of jump into it. Yeah. you, You see him getting a wand. You see him walking past the owl shop and we've, well, like, obviously that we go into the bookstore a lot, but I don't think that they show any of the other. Well, if you, if you really notice though, in the book, Hagrid offers to get him a birthday present and he offers mm-hmm. to get him the owl for his birthday. Yeah. And then in the movie, they kind of just switch scenes. So, you know, he goes in and he does this by himself and then they come back and Hagrid's got his owl. Yeah. And I think that they still kind of uh, like imply that Hagrid bought that owl for him. But it's never, I don't think it's ever, like, specifically said or mentioned that that's what happened. Exactly. And and I just, I really don't understand why they were hating on the time that Hagrid and Harry shared. That, you know, that bond. They have to understand that bond between them. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Let's see. Let's see what else. Uh, Yeah, they don't really, they don't really show much of Harry and Hagrid's bond. No, they do not. And I'm pretty sure that. Harry goes into the wand shop by himself without Hagrid, right? No, Hagrid is in the well, in the movies. He goes by himself. Yes, yes, that's but what I'm talking about. Books. But Hagrid is there, and then his wand and his story comes up. But in the mm-hmm. movies, his story isn't brought up until later, right? No, no. It, it's not brought up until the second. Actually, book, no, I do think that they talk about it in the movie because I think Hagrid does go in the wand shop with him. Huh. And then we'll have to watch the movie and discuss. Ollivander says something about his wand, and Hagrid goes, "Harry, I'm gonna go." And then he goes and gets the owl. I don't. I think that's how they played it off because I, I, I think so too. I want to say that they mentioned it because I do feel like it. That wasn't as much of a shock that he was there, but then again, I, you know, it's been a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. We'll we'll have to recap is what we'll need to do. Yes, yes, we will. We'll right, have to put so, in like disclaimers. We said this wrong. <laughs> oh know. yes. Oh yes. We we'll have funny moments when we're like, oh, we said that. Yes. <laughs> um, we were wrong. <laughs> um, the next All right, thing speaking I... of wand shop. Here, let me bring this up real quick. No destruction when Harry flicks the wands, the wands that are not meant for him. There is in the movie. There is like, oh, destruction. Oh, show show them that this wand is not meant for him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, in the movie, he does like wands go flying when he holds the wrong wand. I do remember that. But yes, they don't that do that. Happen. They don't do that in the book. He like doesn't even get to flick the wand before. No, Ollivander is just immediately <laughs> like, oh, that's not for you. Oh, no. Yes. yes. Yeah, but the other thing is. When Harry gets his wand, you don't see all of the things that's described of what he, like, the wand does when he finds out it's his wand. Right? Instead, you just get, like, he's, like, holding the wand, and it does that whole fan effect where his, like, hair's going back, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. What they did in the book was a lot cooler. And then Ollivander, (laughs) you know, they have that brooding moment where Ollivander's like, I wonder. Right? And then he goes and gets the the twin to Voldemort's mm-hmm. wand. That's mm-hmm. what happens. They don't have that moment. He's like, ooh, ooh, what about this? And then he brings up that moment, like, hmm, very curious, which they yes. do have that in the movie. 
But in the movie, yes. they do kind of add a little bit more mystery, you know, like, ooh, what the heck? Yes, that is true. I also would just like to say that Ollivander is a lot creepier in the books. Right? I was just, the way that they describe him. And in the movies, he's actually kind of one of those old men that you're like, hey, I can get behind you. Hey, you're awesome. But in the books, it's just like. He's kind of, uh, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. Yeah. It's like one of those where you're just kind of like, please just give me the wand so I can get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Right? The exciting part is getting the wand, but then you get a wand from a creepy man and you're just like, let's get it out of here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, The the other thing that I think was interesting was, I mean, could you imagine just walking into a shop and not knowing anything that's around you? And like, like you've never, you don't know what wizardry is. You've never been to anything. And then you walk into this street that's just entire like wizardry world, like craziness. I don't think that I would handle that very well. I, I think kind I of, would be freaked out. Like <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you know, especially as a kid, I get it. You have more of an imagination. You have the ability to take all of this in. I get it. But still, like, that come on! So, it's like and all people, this flying shit, all this yeah. magic, this tape and everyone knowing that your name brings out. Everyone knowing your name too. I think that would freak me out. Like I would be like, okay, like I know you told me I was famous, but like this is too much for me. (laughs) Exactly. Like I don't think I would be able to handle everyone wanting to shake my hand and touch me and be like, no, absolutely not. You're you're thrown, you're cast into this situation, right? Yes. The situation where everyone knows you, you know, this new world is introduced to you. And you have everybody wanting to touch you, like just come at you and just touch you, just do this, just yes. oh, because that's what they did in the movie. If you remember, they everybody was just like, oh, touch, touch, touch. Yeah, everyone wanted a piece of Harry. They just wanted exactly. To, they could touch him. Their whole life was so much better. And I, <sighs> I don't like. I and he's eleven. He's, he's eleven. He is eleven. How weird. And he's being touched by everyone like I think I would have a germophobia problem <laughs> exactly you're gonna be like please god do not touch me <laughs> but the thing is is it's something that Harry has to grow up with his entire time in the wizard world anytime anything happens anytime he accomplishes anything related to Voldemort yeah he, it's just he has to grow up famous and that's just something that I wouldn't be able to do because you are watched well, and the other thing is he goes from being hated, never touched, never cared for, never nothing to everyone wanting to know him, everyone wanting to be his friend, everyone wanting to touch him, everyone wanting to be there. Like, like he exactly. goes from absolutely nothing to 360. Like, <laughs> there's no what a change. Whiplash. No yes. Whiplash. <laughs> exactly. I, exactly. I don't think that I would be able to handle all that. That'd be too. Oh, funny. no. All right, so to conclude, to conclude this chapter, yes. uh, I do have a note that says Hagrid sends Harry home instead. Okay, mm-hmm. so in the movie, if you if you think about comparison right here, mm-hmm. in the movie, Hagrid just oh split screen right, so they go from Diagon Alley to oh the train station right. Well, yeah, it, it's they leave Diagon Alley. Harry is already packed for Hogwarts. Yes, and he has his cart. He has everything. Yes, and, then and sw- Hagrid gives him his ticket and says, "Basically, I'll see you at Hogwarts." Exactly, and, and then, but yeah, but they they in the book they go into detail about how 
Hagrid sends Harry home mm-hmm. back to that lifestyle. So he was mm-hmm. just thrown. He was just cast into this entire world where everybody, everybody yeah. knew his name. He had so much money. He had so, so many people just, you know, nice to him. Yeah. And then he is cast right back into that lifestyle where everyone hates him. Yeah. So and he's going to be there for, definitely. I think, like two more months. Because I think that they specifically say that Harry's birthday's in July, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And then, and then the ticket and, isn't until September. Yeah, I do remember until that. September 1st. Yes. So he's got like two more months of terrible living before he can even ex- experience the crazy world of wizardry again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And in the movies, they just give him the ticket and then and just Hagrid disappears. Way. Yeah. And he's left to figure out how to get to nine and three quarters. Exactly. But in the book, he's sent home. See, and that makes sense, him trying to find it. Because mm-hmm. thinking back, if I was in the movie, I would be like, Hagrid, just show me. I don't understand, you know, yeah, the, this platform right here. Like, I just don't understand where could I find this. I, it doesn't make sense. That would be me, honestly, because I'm the type of person that if I don't understand what I'm going into, I lose it. Exactly. So, and yeah. but it makes sense that in the book, Vernon just drops him off and takes off. And then he has to figure everything out on yeah. his own. So that yeah, well, and Harry doesn't actually look at the ticket when Hagrid gives it to him the first time. Exactly. He just holds on to it and is like, oh, okay. And then when he gets home, then he's like, Oh, I have to be at nine and three quarters. And then exactly. They're exactly. like, oh, that's not a thing. In and the movies, like, speed away. Yeah. In the movies, they like he looks at his ticket as ha- when Hagrid gives it to him, and then he looks up and Hagrid's gone. So he can't even ask because Hagrid's done vanished. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like I, I, I still would have assumed that Hagrid would have at least taken him to the platform that he has to run through the brick to just make him figure it out on his own yeah instead of just leaving him on the bridge that he was on in the movie or wherever the fuck he was but i feel like that was a mutual decision between the directors and the screenwriters and everything to kind of make up for just a little bit the fact that they cut off the scenes for haggard and harry to bond and so they're like okay well we need to split screen obviously we need to cut out this chunk right here so we need to do it in a casual way so that's that's why they did do it like that but at the same time does it make sense no no <laughs> no also i don't really know how hagrid gets back to hogwarts because you can't like i forget what the spell is but where they um like transport themselves yes like, you can't do that to Hogwarts. You can do that outside of Hogwarts, but you can't do it into Hogwarts. So I and then really there's wonder... the fact that Hagrid's not supposed to be using magic. That too. So how the fuck does he vanish? <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think he does that in the book too. He kind of vanishes in the books. Yes, yes. Uh, which I, I guess too, though, he does mention, oh, how about we just not mention this to the yeah. <laughs> So yes. Yes, yes. Well, you are in for a treat in these later. Oh, I bet. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to discuss. We need character development that we have already gotten in just five chapters is way more than we got in probably the two hours of the movie. So, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yes. But that, do you have anything else about the first five chapters of the book? 
Oh, no, I think we've covered everything. And then some. (laughs) Yes, probably. Um, I do think that it's very interesting. um, And we'll have to end this conversation later. But they have five robes and a hat that they have to bring. I don't think that they show that in the movies. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure they do not. (laughs) And in the first movie is the only time that we ever see the hats. They don't ever wear those hats again. (laughs) So, like, what? first off, really, what is the point of the hat? Because I don't even feel like there's a point in the book for the hats. Yeah, it's just mentioned. But at the same time, if you weren't going to continue the continuity into the movies, why did you even have it in the first one? Well, I think that comes along with as well um whenever you see a tv show there is a pilot episode right so they do things the way that they feel things would work and then if it works out they review you know harsh comments or Mm -hmm. anything like that and they're they're like okay let's change let's mix things up a little bit and i think that's what they kind of did with the movie as well because they kind of made it their own as well yeah and i'm sure it was kind of expensive to have all the same black hats for all your extras and your actors and actresses. I'm sure. Budget cuts. Yeah. cuts. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Plus, you know, the amount of effects that they had to have for the movies. Oh, yeah. I really already a pretty penny anyways. They were like, let's cut where we can. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. All right. So I think that concludes our first five chapters. That was, that was a trip. I enjoyed that. That was a great discussion. It was a great discussion. And I feel if we're going to continue discussions like this, we're probably going to do it five chapters in time. Oh, yes. Especially whenever <laughs> more detail comes along. We'll have oh, to discuss my gosh. that. Let me just tell you, probably further in these books, probably when we reach like book three or four, we're going to be talking about one chapter an episode. Like we have so, so many commentary for yes. one chapter that we just have to break it down. It's just yes. going to be one of those. So- <laughs> Stay along the ride with us here because yeah. we have a year planned for you. Oh, guys. yes. <laughs> so, to end our podcast here, if you have any suggestions for books for us to read later on or any discussion topics that you noticed that we didn't specify or some, you know, interesting facts you would like to tell us about the chapters we just read, feel free to email us at discount ticket number two world unknown at protonmail.com we will love any comments that you give us as long as yes please please make comments (laughs) please make comments about anything yes yes, we want to hear about the books about anything we would love to hear from you and we would love to bring you up yes so yes please visit our social media we will keep an eye out for you we would love so many fans we want to hear from you thank you (laughs) Yes, we would love to hear from you and always go check out our Patreon. We do have that out there where you can get bonuses to get some of the interesting conversations that we have behind the scenes, which is mostly just us laughing at the stupidity of our computers or who knows, you know, it's just a treat for everyone. Absolutely. Get to know us better. Yes. Feel free to get to know us better. Support us because, you know, podcasting isn't the cheapest thing sometimes. So, um, and you can also get some other free stuff that we might have later on in this fun journey. Mystery treats. Come on, guys. You can't miss this. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, just check us out. We'll have links everywhere. Just go ahead, you know. Just click the button. Yeah. Just take that dive. Oh, yeah. You know you want to. Yes. Please be a part of our book club. We need. Please. We're fun. We promise. 
we just wouldn't be, this just wouldn't be fun without uh, our support. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and right, we always thank you for visiting. Discussion. Thank yes. you for visiting. Yes. <laughs>